Welcome to Antique Dust. Hello and welcome to another hugely exciting episode of Antique Dust. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! So this is our regular feature where we are dusting down the glorious series that is Bergerac. And we have just watched uh, Tug of War, which is episode 8 uh, or 9 oh, of series 3. Episode 9, is it? Wow, it's called Tug of War. It's called Tug of War. I think it is episode nine because it's this. The next episode is the last episode of, the, that, series. of the series, and that <gasps> will be episode ten. Oh my gosh, I'm so emotional. So Tug of totes, War, totes uh, So if anyone's been under a rock, Bergerac is uh, is a uh, is a police detective that's working in jersey and he has like, lots of lovely who do, adventures who does, who does he work for jonathan detail the bureau de change wow you've you've, you've had it's only three, three, series. three series of practice <laughs> to get that right i practice every morning yeah. i have to recite it three times yes in the mirror, in the mirror. A bit like candy man yeah unfortunately john nettles no, doesn't appear behind no, me no john nettles doesn't <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't appear in the bathroom. Charlotte doesn't. She criticises my pot plant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, tug of war. I loved this episode. It was fabulous. I mean, we've had a few duff ones, um, but this one was really good. And it also had an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous cast. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of clapping my hands. That's <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. He is, people. He is clapping his hands. <laughs> so we had the gorgeous, gorgeous Stephen Yardley, uh, who was... Oh, here we go. Oh, you know. Let's, uh, let's sound the Howard's Way Howard's Claxon. Way Arruga. Uh He was the gorgeous Ken Masters. Uh, and he was actually called Ken in this episode. He was not, Uncle Ken. Yeah, it's not Ken Masters. He was Ken Lewis. Ken Lewis. Wow. Well, he he's obviously made a, a career playing Ken's. Oh, uh, yes. So the general storyline is uh, it starts off with Chap um, is going to see his son. Uh, he's just come out of prison. Chap, let's, let's be clear. Chap is Jack, Jack, Jack Broughton, or Broughton, mm -hmm. played by Alan Lake. What's he been in? He's been in quite a lot in the in the eighties, wasn't he? He was. He was. He is now sadly dead. In fact, he's been dead for a while. quite some time. He died in nineteen eighty four. So pretty much, this would be pretty much one of the last things that he he would have done. Really, oh, I, wow. I, I I think he yeah, he he did this in the year he died. Uh, what was Alan Lake in? Well, his career goes back right to the nineteen. 50s, the 60s, perhaps. He was in all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. What might you have heard of the Avengers? Everyone was in the Avengers. It, mm. it, it seems we're discovering through, through this. He was in Department S, um, in an episode of that, which we've done a a little bit yes. of a, a podcast on on Department S. Remember that? Yes, 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 yes. Jason King and all of that good stuff. He's in the Sweeney. Uh, Dixon of Doc Green. He was in Doctor Who. Aruga. Yes, and there's more to come on that, I suppose. Crown Court, Zed Cars. 
Oh, Bergeron. Well, but obviously he was in Heart to Heart. Was he? He was in The Gentle Touch. He was in Juliet Bravo. So he was in everything. He was. He was pretty. He was a jobbing actor. He was a jobbing actor. Everything. Probably, perhaps he's best known for being married to Diana Dawes. <gasps> oh, I wonder what he died of. Um, I want to say alcohol. Oh. That's that's just totally off the top of my hair, dude. So I might be wrong, but I've got a feeling that there might have been some alcohol involved in his in in his demise. We could do some research. Oh well, wait, wait. Moving on. Anyway, he's come out of prison. He was uh, sent down for an armed robbery, and he wants to see his son, um, wifey, who it was Pat and Margaret's uh, mother. Yeah, Shirley Stelfox plays uh, Pam. Pam. Mm-hmm. Pam over to Pam. 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 Um, I loved him, Pam. So Shirley Stelfox plays Pam, as you say. Pam, uh, not Pam. Shirley uh, was uh, in Pat and Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um, she played the the mother, uh, Vera. Um, she was also in one series of Keeping of Appearances. She was sort of like the stand-in uh, sister. She played. She played Rose for for six. That episodes. was the bonkers one, wasn't it? The man, well, that was the, the, the yeah, man the, hungry one. Yeah, the man mad, the man mad one. That um, she 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 did that. She so sadly she too is no longer no oh. longer with us. Oh, I know, I know. So, it, but so it, it, he's he's the the, the middle. The mother says no, you can't see him and can't take him away, but he takes him anyway. Hence, the going to Jersey. And but there's a there's a reason for Jersey. There's a reason not for randomly Jersey. chosen. Not just for the gorgeous beaches and not lovely just, hoteliers. No, none uh, of that. No, and they go there because he is owed money from the job that he was sent down for. Because he was a bank, a bank robber. A bank robber. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he robs a bank. He'd robbed a bank. He got caught and he got sent down for seven years. And he's going to collect his uh, his uh, haul. Clitty's what now? It's hall. Hall of hall. money. Hall. That, not, that's, not hall. That's, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what it sounded uh, and, like, uh, to be fair. So he's going back there to, to, to collect the money. So he's, he's sort of demanding £20,000 for his share of it, um, which he is duly paid after he menaces the chap after he goes to this big mansion house and it's full of ladro figurines or... Figurines of some description. It looks horrible. I, mean, I, I would be smashing them onto the floor as well, like he was. Well, yes, he did smash something, didn't he? he smashed a figurine. A figurine. So and menaced uh, sort of Julian, Julian West, as he goes and sees, and and his wife is there, a Leslie, played by Mary Tam. Was she in Doctor Who? She was in Doctor oh, Who. Oh my god, it's just like amazing. Uh, I know. Sadly, Mary Tam is no longer with us either. Oh god, this um, is like the episode of the dead. <laughs> so, John Nettles, I hope you're still around. <laughs> Hanging on in there. <laughs> Hanging on in there. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so Mary Tam played the the first Romana, not the one that married Tom Baker. That was the A second, second Romana. <laughs> Romana. <laughs> so uh, he gets some money. Uh, he's at his hotel. The press, the Jersey press, has got him as front page news with him and his son. 
and the hotelier he's staying at. It's, uh, the lovely by, Scottish the lovely one. Scottish lady. Mrs. Jensen. Mrs. Jensen. Okay. 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 Uh, doesn't, even though she's put all the newspapers up, she's sort of tends to she's avoid. Read any of, of them. <laughs> yeah. Or seen the massive picture of the, the father and son on the front page. Yeah. Uh, in, in the hotel they're staying at, this lovely French lady. Marie. Marie. Marie Bruac. Um, played if, by Marianne Borgo. Oh, what's she been in? Uh, she's been in lots of French things. Oh. Well, anyway, so we're glossing over that. She sort of, it's, that, that's a little bit shoehorned in, but it was actually quite lovely. Uh, she's got some story where her son has been taken away by um, the, the, her husband after they divorced, and she's a bit dewy-eyed over their relationship together. And um, so, but basically, well, the scary the, thing is that the the, the son was, uh, the, well, the actor who played the son was actually fourteen in this in, in this episode and he'll be 50 in oh. december oh lord oh my god not to make us all feel old yeah because some someone has just celebrated a yeah a I, birth, I thought it was my birth. 46th birthday but it actually turns out that i was 47 yeah it, took me about, <laughs> yeah it took me about half an hour with um bringing up my calculator uh to 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 and a powerpoint presentation to persuade Jonathan, actually, you know what? You're not 46. <laughs> You're 47. Oopsie. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Mind you, we, we had already had a few glasses of wine by that. And some, I know, but and I, some I, rosy I, champagne. Oh, yes, it was lovely. Yes, mm. yes. In fact, it was a, a little bit delicate this morning. Um, but there's nothing like an episode of Bergerac to, to sober you up and, to perk you and up. make you feel better about yourself. But this episode... Fabulous. So the general storyline is um, bank robber, uh, convicted bank robber, uh, takes son to go on holiday. They seem to have a really nice relationship. Um, gets his 20 grand uh, menacingly off the person that owes him the money. But apparently that chap owes a lot of money to lots of people. Because also there's a little bit of a storyline that Charlie Hungerford, obviously there's elements of Charlie Hungerford. Um, he's bought a boat off this chap. And this but this boat is actually got on HP, and all the documentation that he's got has been um, forged. Yeah, so he's been he's been ripped off by by Julian West, who's who seems to be um, yeah a little bit he's a bit of a wrongun, um, a wrongun, but but trying to have an air of respectability. Well, yeah. I think they're all wronguns really because the bank robbers and whatnot. So, so I mean with. I mean, the story, the storyline, it was really well edited together and well directed. The storyline powered really well, yeah. and uh, we've we, we've also had a bit of a a bit of a, a an arc over the last few episodes about a rekindling of Deborah uh, of Deborah's feelings for Jim, her ex ex husband. Though we know that that's going to be dashed. In a couple of episodes' time, when Susan, the estate agent, um, comes into comes into view, but it's it's, and I kind of wonder. I suppose I wonder where they where they planning on taking that further, or was it just merely to dash Deborah's? Yeah, or hopes? yeah. Well, I don't know because she was very frosty towards him in series one. Yeah, um, but the frost and then has s- series two after he fell off the wagon a little bit after he was forced alcohol down him um 
she, yeah, was, she looks after him yeah bit, doesn't she, she, she i mean yeah and i mean this does seem to be uh yeah and i felt there was a dynamic between the two of them um but yeah but we get susan the estate susan. agent next series yeah so there's a little bit of how's your father charlie's not sure whether he likes this or not although he does like jim yeah, but I don't think he's all that keen on Jim being a member of the family. Again. Particularly. Yes, because, uh, but, anyway. So, um, and then the, we have all that stuff around the Kimmy, little Kimmy, not so little now, I suppose, but little Kimmy is taking Kimmy's part in the school Some play, sort of school play so, where she's... So another reason for them to come together, together as a family. And a little bit of nonsense on that. And, but... The 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 storyline, it, it was so you've got Ken uh, Ken and the son's mother Pam, Pam Ken and Pam Ken and Pam go away to Jersey because they think that naturally put two and two together and think right he needs the money he hasn't got any money so where the money is is the person that bankrolled it which is this person that lives on Jersey Island um, and. Ken uh, follows Bergerac after being told to stay in the hotel room and spots the the um, sort of uh, the father and uh, follows him and the French lady knows the situation because she's read the newspaper etc and uh, sort of befriends this uh, friends the father and they have a nice jolly day out at the beach and check into another hotel and Ken sort of hijacks the boy and knows that the father has has taken got money um and wants the money and holds the child at ransom and then they have the sort of the the cliff top tussle tussle a tussle yeah. and the inevitable happens yeah the inevitable happens uh there's there's a big suitcase of swag Yes, when you see a, when we've we've come to what we've come to learn over the last few months is that if there's a case, and it's full of money, money, then there's a very good chance, very good chance that <laughs> it's going to be sprinkled chance, across. Yes, that they will burst open, and money will be blown even, around. Even though that the money in there just looked like the like, like a production assistant jammed it through a photocopier. <laughs> It was a little bit. What do you mean? It wasn't actually twenty thousand pounds of genuine fifty jersey pounds. jersey cash. <laughs> no. oh. But it, I really liked this episode. It it had, it, it was it was really it was well paced. The storytelling was very interesting. You didn't. I, in fairness, it sort of it was quite of a mystery. The French lady that befriended. Yeah, her. yeah. We were kind of wondering whether she was. Part of, part of it, part or? of the, the 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 conspiracy or some such, but it actually turned out that she was just actually just a genuinely nice French lady, yeah, who just liked the look of the relationship yeah, between the father just and liked the son, the, the cut of his jib, yeah, and it was just seemed very nice, and also the um, Pam and the the father, they sort of have a bit of a. A rekindling. They have a moment before a he moment. gets carted off back to prison. And it, it did actually take um, um, Diamante Lil to point out to Bergerac that just because he's got a criminal record doesn't make, mean that he's a bad dad. Which is very true. Which is very true. Very true. Yeah. 
so um and i thought that was very good and there's, there's a bit of a rekindling between pam and the chat as well um also we have to make a side note on charlotte there's an episode of charlotte charlotte's looking a little bit more glam in this in a this little episode. bit more glam. a little bit more glam however for a very brief appearance for a very very brief appearance behind the typewriter however in the office there is no pot plants uh not even a dried flower so she seems to have been banned from having <laughs> having even, any she even managed to kill dried flowers <laughs> dried she probably, flower. probably set them on fire with their pipe or something i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, but I think Berger, if say, this, this episode sort of brings back my faith and love for Bergerat because I think why were you were were you losing? I was. I think because we'd had we, we'd had quite a few pretty poor episodes that could have been great, and you can tell with the cast, the cast they got in this one was brilliant, um, and they worked it and they worked it really well. I think the boy was a little bit sort of drama score. No, Daddy, no. Well, yeah, but when you consider that actually the guest cast list, you know, you've got Alan Lake, Shirley Stealth Fox, you've got Stephen Yardley. You know, that's not bad, really, when when you consider, you know, the, there's people, those people who've got genuine acting chops, mm. as they as as they say. So it does make sense that. You know, it, and the the story was was, was good. We were engaged mm. by by it, and and yeah, it wasn't. It was it, there, there was no good, good, no good. real fight. There was a bit of a tussly fight. Sequence. Yeah, thank goodness there was no uh, no fight sequences because just as we've said in the past, Bergerac does not do, do fight, fight sequences, sequences particularly although, well. Although Ken was pushing the, the, the so they did have some, a weird camera angle where it looked like he's being set up a cliff but it obviously he was just down a little of an incline with the director thing he looked like he was being shoved down a cliff well, i think we were meant to think that there yeah. was had to be a bit of, <laughs> it was just like a mound of dirt a, a, a bit of, a bit, of <laughs> did a bit of peril sometimes <laughs> yeah but overall i really enjoy this episode i would give this episode a five out of five. Oh, i know okay well, that's because yeah, I think controversial. It went, but no, I think it went. Re- it, it, the pacing was really good. It was interesting. Everyone was working to their strengths, mm-hmm. and it's it just felt it it felt well paced, and it was uh, it, they had question marks. You were questioning, all oh, right, well, who's this person's motivation? I mean, you started to think that maybe Ken um, was being a little. Uh, there, there was something up with Ken he wasn't just a sort of a stepfather but he was mm. just after it for the money I mean there was that there was a general storyline that Ken and this other chap were in this job together and he pushed him under the bus um, not literally you know, not literally I'll put, pushed him under the uh, uh, into the path of the police yes so yeah. it was a snitch um, and there was a bit of nonsense with regards to um, the Sort of ringleader that's gave given the twenty thousand, sort of turning up with a gun. I don't know how he came back into it on the cliff cliff edge, but it added added, added extra well, drama. We, yeah, we needed a bit more peril. There wasn't enough peril, so brings bring some more. So bring in a gun. Bring in a gun, and the gun gets fired. So like um, Chekhov's uh, Chekhov's yeah. gun. Yeah, you can't have a gun without it being. But fired. then again, we did have Chekhov's swimming pool as well, and we have seen a few swimming pools, and people haven't. Fallen into them. Yeah, but they've not made a fuss. They've not been made a fuss of in no. the way that 
You know, if some if there's a swimming pool and someone makes a fuss about it being a swimming pool, someone will end up in the swimming pool. That's Chekhov's swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. It's just harder to wheel a swimming pool on a stage nowadays, isn't it? It's just, there's not, they're, just, they're not motivated well, you, get, you get, what, the lazy boy spas that you oh, can no. inflate with a bicycle pump? It's and like paddling pools for adults with ready-made sort of farting. And <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, that was this episode I really, really enjoyed. And yes, I well, I think we've gathered. You're giving it a five out of five. I know it was very, very good. Blimey. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the finale of series three, the denouement, or the denouement, denouement. So we have one more episode to go. Now, what we are going to do because we're coming into spring and summer, we are going to make you wait for series four commentary. Yeah. Yes, because Bergerac is a a winter pastime. Yes. Where well, some of the episodes looks like they were meant to be set in summer. They're sort of there's people in cagoules. Yes. <laughs> yes. It doesn't. It, yeah, it doesn't often look particularly particularly warm. As I've said in previous podcasts, I think that's partly down to the sort of bluey cast that um, a lot of the episodes seem to have. Um, whether that was for it, how it was originally, or just the transfer to DVD, I'm not mm. sure. This particular episode was a bit dark, actually. Yeah, it was a bit. I mean, the, uh, some of the earlier scenes were quite dark because they were held in the the the, the, the depths because everything is shot on location because there's no set. There isn't a set as such. They well, the are jer- on location. Yeah. Jerseys. The, the, the jersey set. stuff is obviously there is a there is a set when they're in the office because that's all been that was all uh, filmed at the BBC Ealing Studios. Yeah. That's why we often make the joke about um, Charlotte when she actually gets to go to Jersey. Isn't very often. She most of the time she filmed her scenes in Ealing. Yeah. Uh. Poor Charlotte. No wonder she looks so miserable. <laughs> well, I suppose it must have been quite good for her because she was in many sort of quite a few series of this, wasn't she? Well, was she in there to the very end? I don't know. You're the, you're the you're the super fan. You should know these things. Gosh, I'm just I'm just tagging along. Tagging along for fun, fun yeah. and frolic. I'm just here to look pretty. <laughs> so anyway, for all those lovely people that have watched the gorgeous episode of Bergerac, if you would like to tweet along um, and just let contact us, we're on all social media platforms at at Antique Dust. You can also contact us by email if you like. Actually, we never mentioned that, but we do have an email address. It's hello. At, at antiquedust.co.uk. Woohoo! Yay! And that's also our web address, yes. antiquedust.co.uk. Yep. So, uh, if you haven't, please subscribe to our podcast. We do have lots of other interesting things. We are doing uh, comparisons for films. Yes. Um, for originals. Original V remake. Yes. And we've, and we've done a few of them. Yeah, we've done uh, quite a few interesting ones. So. Uh, a few dull ones, but not ev- you can't you can't get it right it every time. No, but hey ho. But in the meantime, you have a, a lovely, lovely week. Um, so th- this is going out when all the coronavirus scare. Yeah, so we're self isolating. So we're self isolating for this podcast. Yeah. And then we're going uh, basically, to, to, to yeah. ram right through the, sh- the shops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So self isolated for the last like 
how an hour or so <laughs> and we've got bored of that so we're going to we're, we're, we're going to go out and do some rampaging <laughs> in the meantime stay safe everyone and have a lovely day Bye-bye. bye The Bergerac Podcast is an Antique Dust production.